Welcome back to A People's Guide to Publishing. I'm Joe Beal, the founder and CEO of Microcosm Publishing and Distribution. I'm also the author of A People's Guide to Publishing, which distills what I've learned from selling millions of books over the past 25 years. I'm Ellie Blue. I'm the Editorial and Marketing Director here at Microcosm. We are an independent midlist publisher based in Portland, Oregon and Cleveland, Ohio. We have over 700 books, over 25 employees, and we make about 40 new books every year. And we distribute thousands of titles from other publishers. We started this podcast so that we can share what we've learned with newer publishers so that you can learn from our mistakes. Or maybe you just want to understand the publishing industry. This week, we are going to answer a reader question from one of our most prolific question askers. Thanks, asker. Who will remain nameless. And the question is, and this is, bear in mind, cut 90% for length. As a newer publisher, it's anxiety-inducing to see the trend of writers exposing a magazine or press for some grievance in the name of supporting writers, only to blow something out of proportion or misconstrue the situation. The situation is often far more nuanced or complicated. If someone tries to criticize these people, they're labeled as part of the problem followed by people processing through their likes in order to find proof of the grievance. How can we define terms like transparency and authenticity in practice that protect publishers without jeopardizing the rights of writers? That sounds all so hypothetical. I wish we had an example. I think this is far more than hypothetical in this person's case. Got it. Oh, sorry, person. Um, Mind you, I did cut 90% of the question. Got it. Wow. So, um, I mean, I feel like if you are someone who's publishing books, you are probably going to run into this. If you're a person existing in the world, you're going to run into this. Like, someone's going to decide what you're doing is unfair or call you out for it even without having any of the facts. That's, yeah, that's like, if you're on social media, that will happen. Yeah, I know. This was kind of my first solution was, like, don't use social media and you will suddenly find that, like, none of this is actually real. It's so true. I mean, yeah, the first thing is, like, if you don't use it or if you do use it, like, take it, like, a little bit lightly. Like, you know, if somebody has a serious... If somebody has a question for you, like, and you don't have an answer for that... I don't know, yeah, like, if you treat them like a human being, it kind of is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, to me, I would always hold up something, and I don't even know where I got this from, but I've held on to it for a very long time, which it's like, and I guess it's kind of like from being dragged through the ringer myself enough times that I'm like, you live by your own values. You don't live by the values of, like, somebody that's accusing you for something that, like, doesn't have a kernel of truth, you know? Like, you live by how you interpret a kernel of truth out of any accusation or other person's perceived injustice. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the times when this can go badly, like, being called out. This is basically about being called out. Yeah, I think so. So, like, if it goes... When you're called out and you react defensively or you react, like according to the logic of the call-out, that is when it goes badly. But if you, like, actually know what you're doing, if you, like, take the time to stop and understand, like, what actually happened 
and are able to be like, you know, I don't know, like for instance, we, I, I can't talk about this without a real example, um, mm-hmm. but like we did have an author who for a while, whenever they were unhappy with us, they would bring that up on social media um, rather than talking to us. And then every time someone would tell me and then I'd be like, okay, and I would email them and we wouldn't respond on social media, like just no purpose in that really, but I would email them and be like, hey, I saw that you had this concern, here's what happened you know and then just kind of like talk through it as if they had brought up the concern in a different, in a more helpful way i guess um and that was pretty functional like i knew we weren't going to make them happy and that was fine but like i did want to like be able to show like you know like i think one time like we sent them you know their thing wasn't selling and we sent them an offer like in our contract we're required to send you an offer to like buy back your books and rights if you want and so they were very offended that we had sent them this offer and when I got in touch I was like hey we're contractually obligated to send you that and that like diffused the situation I don't know right and you don't have to like take up the offer to buy back your rights like you can obviously retain us having your rights and selling your book and you know I mean sometimes a bad situation is bad for everybody no matter what like doing that or not doing that isn't necessarily going to make it better for anybody because a lot of times the actual problem is like the rights just don't have a lot of value yeah and like another time they were mad because we didn't have their book at an event that was in their hometown and we were like yeah sorry a box didn't arrive in time like that was the whole thing you know and like when someone has a legitimate concern i try to look into it like um i don't know if anyone's recently come up and been like microcosm isn't paying authors fairly well, and it's but, not normally something that straightforward. Yeah. It's normally something more along the lines of like, you know, so and so is a bad person because they did such and such. You know, right. here is my proof. You know, and it's like, and it's normally incredibly nuanced. And then obviously, like, one of the bigger problems with Twitter these days is like, the perceived dog whistle so like it's not something that someone's saying it's an interpretation of what someone's saying because and like and i i have come to understand despite my advanced age that this is born of behavior of the alt-right that they will use these kind of like strange dog whistles Mm. instead of like just saying what they mean for fear of getting kicked off a platform or I don't know, people understanding what the hell they're talking about. And so, um, and, you know, but then this expectation has been kind of permeated outward to assume that everybody is behaving in this kind of uh, coded language. And that's just not the case. So, you know, in many ways, it's like, you know, what, you know, we wrote about this a lot and how to be accountable. It's like, when your amygdala is reacting to something, you're not really taking in the information of, like, what's being said, you know, or you're taking something personally that, like, probably has nothing to do with you. And, you know, so it's kind of like having distance on it is good, but better than that is living by your values, and when someone does criticize you, you say okay like what part of that can i own like what part of that is true Mm -hmm. like do i need to respond at all like 
Yeah, and I mean, my advice for social media, if you're being dragged on social media or someone's trying to get into it with you, like, first of all, don't respond when you're upset. Like, or at all. Yeah, and then decide, like, evaluate it for yourself. Decide if you want to respond, and if so, how. Like, if you screwed up, like, maybe you want to apologize and be like, this is how we'll do it differently, and we appreciate valid criticism. Or maybe you'll want to be like, um, hey, this is what actually happened. Or maybe they'll just want to be like, haha very funny i don't know like don't decide don't do it in the heat of anger and also remember and i learned this from you joe like whatever you say on social media it's not for the benefit of the person that's taking you on like that person's not gonna hear you they're probably not gonna change their mind like maybe they do sometimes they do and that's great but like that's not your goal your goal is for all the other people that are watching with their popcorn Mm -hmm. to hear what you have to say so that's your actual audience for this mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah yeah exactly and I've, done, I've like been in this position a few times where like you know somebody said that like a book we did was like factually inaccurate or something and then you can like engage them and then you know one time I did uh, say for the benefit of everybody else are you having this conversation honestly to exchange information or are you just attempting to drag us? Right. And then, <laughs> That's masterful. And then they <laughs> immediately back down. <laughs> I mean, and the other thing to keep in mind is like, if you are, have a tendency to need to like have the last word or like really need to have some kind of resolution to the conversation, let go of that as best you can. Right. And yeah, and it's and the worst thing you can do in any situation like this is respond defensively. Yeah. Like it's just not gonna come across I mean, it'll come across to you exactly how you want it to sound, but it will not come across as helpful to anybody else. They'll just be like, wow, that person got really worked up about that. And, you know, they're going to read the exact opposite of what you think you're communicating. And another thing I think that you do really well is, like, you respond, you ask more questions to find out yeah. more and yeah. to, like, draw the person out more and either, like, get at what they're actually concerned about because people aren't always good at expressing their concerns even when they're legitimate mm -hmm. um especially not online but like um but yeah finding out more about their concern and then giving them a chance to either do say it better or like kind of show that they it's nonsense mm -hmm. yeah and sometimes the best way to do that or to show that they're being reactive is by like asking clarifying questions that you would ask somebody earnestly yeah and know. i mean you know be earnest like yeah yeah don't don't fall into this don't fall into the fight be be earnest be yourself right and then like think about how you would have that conversation in person with somebody that you cared about even mm -hmm. if this is a stranger that you don't know not in person and like you don't really care like think about it again for the audience and also consider just like i feel like the other very most important thing is as you're thinking about this potentially happening in the future and perhaps the question asker is feeling some anxiety about what might happen what people will be upset with you about for your books and your publishing is almost never what you'll expect them to be yeah, yeah. like You'll the things surprised. that you're like oh this will be controversial or oh my gosh i'm making a mistake and someone's gonna call me out people will people will find something that you never thought of and it will be you know because oftentimes it's the timeline on publication puts several years between when something is thorny and when the book is in print yep 
And yes. the downside of that, of course, is that a completely unrelated matter will become thorny in that time. Or just, like, the person will be, like, deeply offended by some random clause in your contract that maybe is even boilerplate and you never thought about, like... Yeah. Yeah. So, with that in mind, you know, it's just, like, live your best way of being authentic to your own values. And don't let the haters get you down. Thanks for joining us once again. Please send your questions to podcast at microcosmpublishing.com so we can answer them on future episodes. And please give us five stars on iTunes and everywhere else that podcasts are reviewed. You can find us on the internet at microcosm.pub. On Twitter at microcosm. On Facebook at microcosm publishing. On Instagram at microcosm underscore pub. And here in Portland, Oregon on North Williams Avenue. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week.